What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Parker Chronicles podcast. I am your host, the Parker XP, and joining me uh, is my co-host. He's down there. He's down there somewhere. The, the Nemesis Angel, my brother from another mother, and uh, my guest for the next six weeks of the show, the RE expert and the queen of horror games, Piggy Whisperer Ryan. Welcome, welcome. Yes, take a bow, take a bow. How are you? And welcome. Hot. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Not because of rain. I, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hot. This country, this entire world is just hot. This whole place is just burning. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well, great. Happy to be here. I am happy you are here because I don't think... Resident Evil. When it comes to anything Resident Evil, I do not think of anything that has to do with this entire franchise and not think of your name attached to it. And somehow, you know, some way, somehow, Resident Evil and Piggy go together so well. And that's why you're here, because you are the Resident Evil expert. And unfortunately, we're not talking about the games primarily. We will talk about the games and how they link, how certain things link up to these movies. But we are talking about the Paul W.S. Anderson films. Six of them. Can we just state that right now? There are six of these. So buckle up. This is the longest series uh, of the show so far. I think the longest was Jaws. We did five, right? There were five movies? Yeah. So oh, this will disgusting. be the, well, the longest series um, so far. Um, so yeah, we are, this is the Parker Chronicles podcast where we review, dissect and rank your favorite film franchises. As I said, the next six weeks, we will be talking about every single Resident Evil film, uh, will be, you know, listen, I've said this before. Uh, even if I like a movie, I will critique it and say things I don't like about it. That's just how this works. That's how reviewing a movie works. You know, I've. There's I always don't enjoy watching movies as much after starting this because I can treat them a little too much. I'm like, oh my god, I don't like that part. I don't like that part. I'm 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 similar. I liked um, when that was simple. I was like, yeah, this this is good. It's entertaining. And now I'm like, no, nope. I can talk about this on the podcast. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh man. Um. But yeah, so uh. You know, even if we like the movie, we will state things that we don't like about it. That's just how it works. Um, this will be a, an easy one because we won't have to. This is the first film of the franchise, so we'll only be ranking it up against itself. So everything on the board will be number one, but we'll still do it at the end just to, you know, add a couple minutes of content for you. You know, pad the stats there. Um So, yeah, we uh, as you know, we stream this live every Sunday. I want to say a time, but it's kind of up in the air sometimes. Um, but we do it every Sunday. Uh, so right now we're doing Resident Evil. Next week we'll be doing Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, and we do it live on twitch.tv slash the Parker XP. And then on Mondays we upload it to all your favorite podcast services. So you don't, if you can't watch it live, you can listen to it, um, which is what I do every week. Um you listen yeah, to our podcast i do i have to i critique myself all right i don't I like make my sure i don't like my sounds... own voice so like i i, I listen i don't I'm either like, oh, 
God, there's that. When you're making content, you have to watch yourself so that way you know where you're falling from. I'm watching myself right now and I hate it. Like I'm looking at myself talk and I I have to listen to it. I have to listen to it and determine whether or not I have to replace you at some point. Oh, you probably probably should. I mean, oh man, boy. All right. You know, you texted you texted me during a very important Fibbage match. You're like, are you going to make it tonight? I just have Dude, to throw it I out had there. To, okay. I had to make up a, a good answer. Oh, well, I hope you won. I did. <laughs> um, so yeah, so today we were talking about Resident Evil uh, released March 15, 2002, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh, this is not... Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson's first foray into video game movies. He actually directed the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie. And it and Resident Evil wasn't his last video game movie to direct. He actually directed 2020's Monster Hunter movie, um, which starred his wife. Yes, Mila Jovovich. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name, and I will do it all show. Wait. She Wait, stars in that. Married to yes, they are married. They well, did, they were not married. They were not married when this movie came out. They well, I wonder. After. If, I wonder if he knows how to say her name. Probably. I hope so. I don't. Kinda, know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's know. like. He's like. Yeah, Mila. <laughs> yeah, J. Mila. Mila J. Mila something. Yeah, I know you. Oh man! So this movie uh, was budgeted at an estimated thirty-three million dollars, uh, and grossed about a hundred and two. So it just made over a hundred million dollars, which then was like, we got to do a sequel. We made a million, hundred million, got to make a sequel, and then it just kept going. And uh, <laughs> Resident Evil movies were made. The live-action movies were made from two thousand and two, and the last one came out in twenty sixteen. 14 years this franchise the movie franchise has been around um oh boy before we get into any trivia and all of that let's go around the room and talk about what we thought of the movie and we're going to start with our guest piggy what did you think of resident evil so i I remember very explicitly my first reaction to watching the Resident Evil movie. The very first one in theater, the day it released, on the midnight release, and and I was with my dad. We were hyped. We were so excited for this because my dad and I have played Resident Evil since the first one came out. I remember my dad forbidding me from playing it, blah, blah, blah. I didn't listen because I was that kid. And so when this movie came out, my dad and I never went to the theaters much, and we only did for very specific things like this. And it was such a beautiful movie. The cinematics were great. The CGI was top-notch. Everything was amazing. I loved it. And all the action sequences are just absolutely beautiful. There's enough of the Resident Evil story that it really keeps you interested for both longtime players and also brand new fans to the movie franchise, not just the video games. And then on top of it all, it has a really good ending to leave it open for more or just to leave it as one. I thought it was great. It was beautiful. I remember adoring this movie. I watched it last night and... 
I feel things. <laughs> yeah. I feel a lot of things that I didn't feel when I was a child. <laughs> <sighs> why do i feel the same way <laughs> it was the thing and i just there's a lot to talk about today <laughs> yes yes there is a lot to talk about nemesis what are your, what are your uh, thoughts i feel like we were just talking about this before she joined the call is that i feel it's the same like when i first watched this movie i i felt like i loved in entertain I, I still didn't find it but I felt like I it was so entertaining, so fun. The story was cool, all this. And then I watched it and I I was like, what the hell is going on? Like it's it's like I told you, it's like a too fast-paced, like DMX style music video going on. Like there's too much going on. I'm like, uh, all right, why is that happening? Why is this happening? Like it's just it's too fast-paced, it's too like aggressive. I guess it would, you would say, like, it's your first movie, and to me, it was like, the, now watching it as an older person, it's like, okay, um, you probably could have took it down a notch on some of these parts or done this with this. When I first watched it, I probably loved it because I was young, and I loved that fast-paced stuff, but like I told you before, it was just like, it was literally like, I, I imagine it as a DMX music video. Like, party of it. Like, I, it was so fast. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was just so much... But I, I overall, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I think I think it's a very, it's still entertaining. It's just not what I liked back when I was younger. That's pretty much the best way I could put it. Uh, yeah, I'm watching it last night. I don't remember laughing as much watching it as a kid as I did yesterday. I was just cracking up at some parts. The soundtrack is ridiculous. It's a typical early 2000s soundtrack where it's just that heavy metal, just like some part, like the the, the music was just off for this movie. Um, some of the acting was really piss poor. The CG work, wow. Especially on the, the main creature, the creature that breaks out of the containment. CG was bad. Like Jurassic Park came out eight years prior, or nine years prior to this, and the CG is so much better in that than it was in this movie and it's not like they used a lot of cg because even with the zombies those are all just you could tell they're all just people in in makeup it's it's like the walking dead like it there, there wasn't a lot of cg you had a cg with the the zombie dogs and you had them with with this creature or whatever did it have a name i didn't i didn't catch yeah, it that one is the liquor okay um they don't specifically uh reference it in the movie Okay. Because they never explain anything on the liquors. Yeah. But the games also don't explain anything on the liquors <laughs> either. They just kind I, of exist. So right. <laughs> yeah. It's the liquor. Okay. Um I, <laughs> I thought I uh Michelle Rodriguez, man, she kicks ass. I don't care how in like she has the same facial expression this entire movie. And to be honest, she plays the same character in every movie she's in. Damn, is she awesome? awesome. She has awesome. that same face in every film. Listen, Her facial expression doesn't change. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's frozen like that. Like, <laughs> the eyebrows. Yeah. Like eight year period where I watched anything that she was in just <laughs> because of Resident Evil. And when I was like, in 2002, 
I was 10 years old. Back then, I was like, I'm going to marry that woman. Like, I am in love with her. Right. And ever since then, like, up until I pretty well graduated high school, I would just watch anything that she was in. And she looks exactly the same. Yes, she does. She, she wears the same outfit. <laughs> she wears, like, she is the same character. And it's oh. like, I don't understand if she's typecasted. Just oh, 100% really she is. Before, yeah. Or if that's just how she acts. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard I she's a I very, very nice person. Uh, but yeah, I she's super intense. But I can guarantee she was typecasted. She's just very good at being intimidating. Like, she's just super intimidating. And that's, you need that, like, in that group of soldiers or agent or whatever they were, she, you know, she's easy to just, we needed that intimidating doesn't give a shit no like she doesn't care about it like she is just there to she wants mm -hmm. to just kill everything she does she's a badass and michelle rodriguez st even today in 2021 with fast nine coming out or came out friday she's in it and she's still a badass all these years later like michelle rodriguez yeah. is awesome i first saw her in the fast and the furious which came out the year prior um, and I was like, this girl is this, she's, she's a badass. And then I remember seeing Resident Evil when I think I saw it the year it came out and I was just like, she was my favorite character. Her and Mila were my favorite, favorite care, favorite characters. And, and Mila, uh, in my opinion was the best character in this movie, which is good because she's the main character. Like her and Michelle are pretty even par, but like Mila being the Alice being the main character, I'm like, thank God, because everybody else other than her and Michelle, they were kind of just throwaways. Get the fuck out of here. They died. You're like, oh, like, I didn't even feel bad for any of them dying. <laughs> they just like they, they die and you're like, all right, let's move on. The one that I did feel bad for dying was Kaplan. Yeah, he was he was he saw some shit. He saw some shit and the emotion that he he puts off after seeing like everyone get lasered in that room and he's just, he's shaking the whole time. And yeah, he was a, he was a good one, but then he had all your typical soldiers, like the chick who gets sliced and you're like, are you stupid? Who are you looking? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Bob, what's up, Bob? What's going on, man? All right. We're going to do, we're doing a new segment. Uh, since we have a Resident Evil expert here, um, since this movie is not a direct rip from the game, um, but there are references, of course, to the game in this movie and uh, future movies, uh, we're going to have a segment called Movie versus Game. Pretty much, I want, Piggy, you are to pretty much spew all of the, the, the differences and the similarities between this movie and Resident Evil. And I know there are refer are there references to more than one Resident Evil game in this movie? Or is it just kind of a throw back to the original Resident Evil? Uh, they have several references to several different games. Um, I could go through all of them, but I will just hit them as we go through the movie itself and like analyze that works. Step, kind of step by step as the movie goes on. Right. Um because yeah, there's there's several of them. They're quite vague if you don't actually know what you're looking for. 
So. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Just cut me I off anytime there's a scene where you want to talk. Just cut me off. It's fine. Just ask Dan and Ara how this works and uh, you'll, you'll have it down pat. Just keep going. Um, and of course, every single time I'm like, I'm going to go through IMDb's trivia section and pull some really good facts. And then I forget to do that. So I look like an idiot when I'm scrolling through the trivia section of IMDb, trying to find some good trivia. Um, yeah. Uh, you're doing, you're doing good. <laughs> Proud of you. Oh yeah. If we did, if we did talk about how Mila Yo, uh, Jovovich or Jovovich is, is uh, married to Paul W.S. Anderson, who is the director of this one. And I found out he did not direct two and three, but he did write the, the script for it. So he's the screenwriter for that. And then he directed what? four, five, and six, I believe. Terrible. Right? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> wait, 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 what's terrible? All of the Resident Evil movies. This yeah, is, yeah. Oh, this good. is probably the one that I am least offended by. <laughs> Funniest thing was uh there we are. Resident Evil the final chapter was the best reviewed movie on Metacritic of all the Resident Evil movies. And one of Paul W. Sanderson's highest rated movie on Metacritic. Not on IMDb, but on Metacritic. No, let's not let's not joke around here. Let's just let's just go over the fact that um one and two were the only ones to get above six. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's just but we talk decided about to make four more. Um <laughs> Rosie. Honestly, I'm not going like, through. I am not going through another Jaws series, am I? No, 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 no. No, no, this is Resident Evil. The worst no, Resident Evil movies are better than the worst Jaws movies. I I have a really strong feeling about this. If we get a um, series that gets above a six, like... I, no, I, I, absolutely not. Oh, okay. What's the fun in that? What's the fun in that? Can we watch fucking Teletubbies then? Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> They, Super did they down make for a Teletubbies review in like right. several months. <laughs> ah. Oh man. Uh, God. So, so this movie was originally supposed to be titled Resident Evil Ground Zero, but the title was changed to just Resident Evil because uh it was changed due to 9-11. Um the movie was the production of it finished before 9-11. They had their title. 9-11 happened, they had to change their title because it just well they find it happened. It wasn't a good idea. I had a respect. Yeah, like that. That's understandable. I, oh. I have absolutely zero issue with that. Yeah, I feel like it was more out of respect because they don't have to do anything. They could have done whatever they wanted. Yeah, they definitely could have just released it with yeah. the name and not changed anything. And but I mean, the movie did terribly. So I'm, I think the reason they did is listen. Good as it didn't do as terrible as the other three that got a five point two. God, I think. Rugrats in Paris got better than this. Actually, I love to Rugrats in Paris. So, I oh can't. man, because I don't know if you know this, Nemesis. I have not watched the final three Resident Evil movies because they are what? that bad. I watched them all, and I gotta say, um, 
So, I want one, two, and nice, three. Nice, nice weather we're having. So. I don't remember. I just remember. Anything. I just remember three being in a desert. That's all I remember. Uh, yeah. It was. It was the desert. Does it That's matter where it is? And I watched I it in high school. Yeah. No, I say so, so. I watched them all, but I I gotta say, um, oh, well, they're definitely better in the Jaws movies. That's for sure. Uh, we'll see. I also about that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Nothing's worse than that last movie we just watched. I wanted to rip my eyes out. <laughs> I made every excuse to walk. I was like, I gotta pee. <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> I, I didn't have to pee. I just want to go away. I want okay, to. Okay, super off topic, but have you seen the movie The Room? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. And you think this is wor- like what you watched last was worse than that? And that is. <sighs> Did you, Piggy? I I would say watch the movie, the the last Jaws movie. Well, it's not even an official Jaws movie. Uh, just watch it on YouTube, just, and you'll yeah. be your life for an hour and a half. You will would, literally yikes. sit there, and your eyes might bleed. They might. <laughs> they might bleed. Movie night. Let's knock them out. Back cat. Thanks for the rain. <laughs> the room. I swear to God. Back cat. Thanks yeah. for the rain. Oblivion Shay. What's up? I tried. I tried tapping in, and I got the rom. No, nope, I don't want the rom. <laughs> I don't want what the rom is. This is. This is a, a Resident Evil podcast. Yet yeah, I don't. We've. Uh, it's been a while since we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> we got off topic of just. We did. Absolutely. We did. Horrible movies, Nemesis is, is getting very, just very upset. Why, you, why is there a hundred the rooms? Is there? Is this a because well, there's there are room. like that were remade? If you've seen Disaster Movie, Disaster Movie was made in reference to the. The oh, room. disaster which, artist. Which yeah, one? Two thousand three, two thousand nineteen, two thousand. What? Which? Which year are we in? Oh, you're looking way back. I'll send you a link to it. I got you. Oh God. Oh, I'll ruin no. your life. Stop! 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 Hush. I just clicked on a trailer. I didn't want that. All right. Um. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, are you good there, Nemesis? You didn't take a breather. No, I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> I got oh I man so uh some of the uh capcom president the presidents of capcom japan and america made cameos as zombies in this movie um of course capcom is uh the company that created resident evil uh <clears throat> the director uh the studio at one point wanted to make this a pg-13 movie thank god they didn't because it would have been worse than it already was so yeah, and we wouldn't Could have seen zombies. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, thank you. They would have had Plato come out their nose. Um, the code that uh, Kaplan couldn't remember when they're trying to open the door, they couldn't remember what the code was. It was actually uh four zero four zero three one nine six five. It's actually West uh, Paul W. S. Anderson's birthday. Was the code that they, that they used to get into that door? Well, he should have told him. Then he would have been open the door. Yeah. And uh, the real reason Mila Jojovic uh, took the role was because her brother was a huge Resident Evil fan. And so, why not? Well, how disappointed was he? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, to, listen. To, yeah. I disowned her. Oh. Uh, sister, uh, I don't like you anymore. We're not <laughs> oh man 
Does anybody? You're not does, a, you're, see, the thing is, is you're not aggressive tonight, and it's not it's not okay. Like you got to be. Who's that? I'm not aggressive tonight. Yeah, you're gonna sit I'm there. And go, oh, okay. No, you think you think this movie was great, huh? No, huh? I didn't think tell this movie was it. great. No, tell me about it. Tell me. I already it. I already told you what I thought about it. And then when we go through the plot, I will then critique things as I see it because I know there's a bunch of things in my notes that say, what the fuck was that? What oh, the yeah. fuck is that? No, that's ha- that's a hashtag. Why did that happen? <laughs> that's a hashtag. We should put a hashtag somewhere. <laughs> hashtag, what the fuck? Oh, man. No, we should have ha- we should have had a hashtag in the last one. It's a hashtag, why the fuck are we doing this? That's, that's what we should have been. Because that was horrible. Oh. I'm actually happy with this. Because this was a hundred times better than the last movie I watched, so that's good. You mean We're better, doing better? What are you talking about? We watched Twister. That was the last movie we watched. No, but that doesn't count. Yeah, whatever. That's a no, but that's like that's a classic. <laughs> All right, does anybody, do I, you, Piggy? Do you have any uh, trivia in your head that you want to tell us before we get to the plot? Trivia. Yeah. Anything Not you can so think much. Of? Um, one of the major things that I did really enjoy about the movie is the fact that they actually had only three of the dogs that they used, and the dogs were specifically trained so they could put like it's like sinew on them. It's not yeah. like uh, it's not like plastic or anything. They put like meat sinew on the top of the dogs to make them look like they were zombies, and. I thought that was super cool because I always thought it was CGI. And then they like they just used real like meat fat and just spread that out and put it on the dogs. And I was like, but how do you train a dog to do that? Yeah, it blew I, my mind. That's how I always thought that was really cool. Eat that. Hmm? How a dog doesn't eat that. That's impressive. Yeah. That's I the mean, thing that blew my mind was that they trained the dogs to not eat the sinew. And if I, was, I if I put that on my dog. He would just sit, he would twirl in circles and try eating. Yeah, and like eat it off of his (laughs) own butt. Yeah. Uh, But instead, they managed to have these wonderfully trained dogs. And the dogs are amazingly trained. I watched a video on how they were. And like after watching the whole movie and doing what, what research I did on it, even long before this, the only real captivating thing is those dogs. (laughs) Like they're just. They're just so cool. I well, like acting dogs. I appreciate them more now because I thought they were CGI. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate them more now. I think that's cool. I think that's... Wow. The, well, um, so, another thing is there is actually very little CGI in the movie. A lot of it is just makeup and special effects. Um, the liquor, of course, is severely CGI. Oh, and- my God. Poorly now. Now that we're older, we can see it. Um, yep. So the liquors are very badly CGI'd, and a lot of the fight scenes with them are very poorly CGI'd just because they're fighting a CGI monster. Um, the only parts of the dogs that are CGI is when Mila kicks one. Yep. And it crashes ears, through the window, I think, right? Yeah. And the ears, throat, and uh, teeth of the dogs when they do very close-ups of everything because there's one where like one of them doesn't have a throat that this part of the one that doesn't have a throat is cgi but the rest of the dog is a real dog and like the teeth were all weird yeah 
Yeah, and there's one where it like comes up really close to the side of one, and it's like got a gnashed face, and its ear is all ripped up and stuff. Um, the injuries to the dog are all CGI, but the dog itself, it's actually a frozen picture of a dog. It doesn't move. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Because like when I was younger, I thought it was just brilliant. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And last night I was just like, bruh, it's just a picture that they just CGI'd. <laughs> they just like plastered it on there. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, the dogs. Best actors of the movie, the dogs. Look how how easily we're tricked, though. You know? The human brain, so easily manipulated. Oh, yeah, when we were kids, I definitely thought it was all special effects. Um, But, I mean, boy, seeing seeing the liquor for the first time when it breaks out of the containment, I I was just like, this is... Are you kidding me? They they couldn't have done any better? This is CG from the sci-fi network. Like, this is bad. And it just doesn't get any better. Um, I know nope. that I was it. I I wonder though the scene at the end where uh, it's inside the train car, and she stabs it in the tongue. I feel like I feel like there was some practical there, like very yes. minor practical when it zooms in on it. Yeah. So the the tongue itself, like when she stabs it and it's like flailing around and stuff, that is practical effects. Um, I can't say for sure if the, if any part of the actual liquor when she stabs it is practical, but the tongue itself is. Makes sense. So there, there is a surprisingly little amount of CGI in, in the movie, which was something that blew me away because as a child, I thought there was far more. And because it's readily apparent now, I'm just like, Good okay. on you guys for doing a lot of practical stuff. Uh, that, that's the thing, like, with, um, because, like I said before, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, he did, he directed Mortal Kombat in 1995. There's a lot of practical effects in that. Um, of course, it came out seven years before this movie, but uh, he's very into the, like, he's somebody who is very, like, he just looked like he was into doing practical effects. I know he, he one of his favorite directors was Steven Spielberg and you know Jurassic Park having a lot of practical effects you know practical effects are cool if you can do it right um but with the the problem is is that CG has just gotten so good that people just you know they got away from it and it's sad because still today I want to see like I would rather see like when I saw Jurassic World and there was no there was like maybe 30 seconds of practical effects in that movie I was upset because like that's the whole point of Jurassic Park like that scene where the T-Rex puts his head in front of the the car when it breaks out like that's a real animatronic head that they get to react to like I couldn't imagine being an actor having to react to a tennis ball or you know some dude holding like a a, a stick with a picture of the whatever the hell it's playing against it's crazy but good on directors who still to this day use practical effects because practical effects are awesome Practical effects make your stuff last longer too. Yeah, that's something that a lot of um, a lot of film people seem to not fully care to grasp anymore. It's like they want to get the most bang for their buck in the movie industry, but the fact of the matter is, is that in ten years, is your movie going to be watchable? And a lot of them aren't. 
a lot of them are not watchable now because of how bad the CGI is. And yeah, we were fooled for that first year, but where are we now? We're not rewatching your shit. That, right. That's where we are. <laughs> I, to be honest, if we weren't doing this show, I don't know if I'd ever watch this movie again. Like, I don't think I would have watched this movie again because it just wasn't like I I've watched it many times throughout, you know, from the time it came out to probably I was in high school the last time I saw this um, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. But then it was like bigger and better things came out that caught my attention and were better. Um, unfortunately, one of those series had to be Transformers and that doesn't it that that's oh, God. <sighs> I could go into so much just spew and garbage about those that franchise at another time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if I probably won't ever watch this movie again. Um, it just after watching it yesterday, it was laughable. Like, like I said, me and my wife were watching it. We were laughing out loud at certain parts. Like, what the hell was that? Like, come on, what is going on? And I want to say who wrote this, but I know the director wrote this. So <laughs> you're like, I know who wrote this. The sad Doesn't thing matter. is, yeah, the sad thing is, is like, for one, uh, it's funny to critique like the, the acting in, in the CG and stuff in this, in this movie being the first movie of the franchise. But we all have to remember when Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil game came out in 96 is when the first game came out. That game, the, had some of the worst voice acting in video game history probably in history not just video games but in animation anything that has voice acting in it resident evil the original game from 1996 for the playstation one had the worst voice acting ever it is almost unplayable (laughs) like it is this close to being unplayable now because the <laughs> graphics are terrible. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah. controls are terrible. The voice acting is terrible. <laughs> and the directions in the game, you get absolutely none. You, this is back in the day when figure it out for yourself. Hopefully yep. you can. Yep. And, like, a big thing that my dad got mad at me for, but ultimately ended up letting me continue playing the game is the puzzles in the game. My dad got stuck on one and I passed it. And so when he caught me playing it behind his back, he got really mad at me and grounded me from the game at first. And then he went and checked my save file and he was like, wait a minute, how did you get past this? And I was like, I won't tell you unless you let me play it after my, like I'm done being grounded. And he was just like, (laughs) and it took him like four or five hours he kept trying and then he was like fine teach me how to get past this and i will let you play it once you're done being grounded and i was like yeah let's do this (laughs) like that's That's how the game is and it despite all of that it is still a cult classic. Like, people will still die by it being their favorite game. And it's like, have you played it recently? Have you? Because it's rough. It's a rough yeah. ride. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I played and beat the original Resident Evil back in the day. And I, I think I just ignored it. How bad the, vo- like, the voice acting stuff, like the Jill Sandwich... Oh my fucking god! 
one of the worst lines ever. This game, the Resident Evil, I have fond memories of playing that game. That and uh, Resident Evil Two. Um, I love you know I loved playing you know PlayStation games and those two games. I, I remember the dog scene in the game. The dog jumped through the window, and I actually got scared. Like I was like, oh shit what is happening and of course yeah the, but the scariest part of that game and and re2 and re3 was the terrible controls on how to move your character and how the hell get out of things man like you're trying to get the fuck out of a room because you got three zombies in a hallway and you got three bullets i gotta get out but i can't figure out where the fuck i am because <laughs> because the controls are so bad yeah, that was the most inferior <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the scariest part talking about old games and we're talking about zombies the, no game will ever be zombies so um well we're talking about resident evil right now sir no we'll talk about no that but time. resident evil I'm, what i'm talking about is resident evil but she said the first one if you replay it's bad i will replay that old oh what was it n64 any oh my god no, games. no, it was on Super Nintendo. Or I don't Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Sure. Great game. All right, if we don't have any other trivia or facts to go about, let's start the plot of Resident Evil 2002. We open uh, with a really cool voiceover by a very deep voice man talking about the Umbrella Corporation. I don't know everything he says because I didn't read it and write it all down. But he says things about how Umbrella is pretty much everywhere and they control everything and you pretty much every home in America or the world or whatever has some sort of Umbrella product in their house. Piggy, if I say anything wrong during this plot synopsis, you correct me. I got you. Uh, so yeah, so we get the, the epic voiceover guy talking about that and then you get the cool title card of Resident Evil. Which... Uh, what do we think about the 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 title card, like the the font for the the title of this movie? Like, w w I mean, this is a font that they use for all of them. I know, like, it's a nice font, but it makes Resident Evil seem far more like technically inclined than it actually is. Yeah, because ultimately, like. Yeah, Umbrella is this big giant tech company, but Umbrella was never supposed to be the main fo focus of any of this. So right. Umbrella was just kind of like the people who did the thing and the rest of it is you trying to save the world. Mm -hmm. So I would have I would have preferred a more blunt, drastic and possibly even like distressed looking font. But it is easily readable. It is easily recognizable. And like when you see the font, the first thing you'll ever think of is Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. So at least I stuck with it for all six movies. It, you know, I, I know a lot of film franchises that'll change like the way that the the name of the movie looks. I know Transformers did it, um, which was annoying. So, it's like, but it looks so good. Just leave it. It's what iconic. I'll say about them. What about like for the font? The only thing I did like is like with the R, how it's un like elongated. It's like almost like the uh the like the plague symbol. Like it's almost kind of yeah. 
foreshadowing. It's like a foreshadow for that. So that's the like I can understand that what you're saying about the rest of it, but that are I can understand is like a as a, like a foreshadow for the plague kind of thing. The rest is kind of very. Yeah. It's not like the game. It's just it's just VR. I that's all I got. <laughs> the the rest right. is. The, <laughs> Um, so yeah, so then we get our nice zoom. It's like a, it's like the matrix. There's a, I know there's a scene in the matrix like this where it's a zoom out shot where you see there's, there's something going on in the distance and then it slowly zooms in and it's a lab worker moving around some vials of what we later find out to be the T virus and the antivirus, which in the movie we know that, what is it? Blue is the virus and green is the antivirus. Yes. Because um, I always misheard that as the virus screams for the antivirus because she always mumbles it and it's really quiet. Mm-hmm. So I always thought it was the virus screams for the antivirus. And I was like, well, that makes sense because you don't want to become a zombie. Like, right, right. I get it. <laughs> and then I watched it with subtitles last night and it was like blue for the virus, green for the antivirus. And I was like, <laughs> what did they say this? <laughs> <laughs> when did they change that? <laughs> um, so we got some. So the we get this happening, and then we get a shot of you don't see who throws it, but you see some. You see a vial of the virus fly through the air, crash in the floor of the lab, and then you see like the cool effects of, of like the vapors going into the air ducts. Um, which will then travel around uh, the whole building, which at this moment, you think it's a building. Like you think it's a skyscraper. Like you think they're, cause they show a scene where a guy's carrying his coffee, walking into an elevator and he gets hit by somebody who you'll later find out who it is. Uh, and he spills his coffee and then you got the big windows and it looks like there's a city out there, but you later find out it's not. Um, so the, the lab workers are slowly making their way to work. You got the people who work in the lab. You got some office workers, you know, people who are wearing their suit and ties and all that. You got people going to the elevator and then uh, everything. Then there's a lockdown because uh, the security cameras, which you find out is the Red Queen, the one who watches everything happening. Uh, she pretty much locks down the entire facility, um, causing the elevators to just stop the lab then closes completely and then the sprinklers go off while it's sealed. Um, which for the duration of this movie, uh, especially when you see what happens to them later on, uh, my wife's like, it filled up with water that fast. Like they were at like knee high water within minutes. It's like, right. what is these? Are these sprinklers? How much water is this sprinkler system? But now <laughs> those are some like, Awesome-ass sprinklers. Ain't no fire surviving yeah. this. Uh, and also, there's no drains? No. In a, oh, okay. No. Terribly Why designed lab. <laughs> Terribly well, designed. So, like, for the... When you understand what Umbrella's, like, doing, oh, yeah. right? Where they're testing with things like the T-virus and... Yep. stuff like that and the progenitor virus and all those things because the t-virus is technically just an advanced version of the progenitor virus and um so when they're dealing with all of that he, are you gonna want 
any extra of that to go into a drain. No, yeah, you don't want people accidentally getting exposed to it. No, I guess it wasn't a completely bad design, but... Oh, look how that worked out. We're six movies deep. <laughs> it's like this is the one, the part that we're just like, we don't believe this, and like there's six more I movies just... of just garbage i just, I just questioned <laughs> the entire time like why did they even make this, this are we gonna a... watch the animated ones too oh god <laughs> the animated the ones are probably are better good. are they yeah. better good. Oh. So, all of them, i have found them to be good at least better than these ones i mean we oh. how long that's yeah okay. we'll, we'll figure we'll figure it out maybe we will I'll figure um, out the order that the animated movies go in, and then we can talk about them. Because <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> I don't think uh, I've seen one, any of them. Two. <laughs> um, one, two, three. So we see some... Uh, these are Dobermans, right? Yeah. These the are Dobermans with um, the trimmed ears and the docked tails. Yeah. Just no bueno. Don't do that to your dogs. No. Bad practices. Um, yeah. So the dogs are going crazy during this lockdown. Uh, the elevator... Uh, there's actually two elevators, and you you have your your core group that's in the one of the elevators, but then you hear something happening, and it pans out, and it's the other elevator just falling super fast, and then it crashes, killing everybody inside. But you don't see anybody in that elevator, um, so everybody's terrified because they hear it, and then their elevator starts falling, but then the brakes get put on right before, pretty much right before they're gonna crash. Uh, the virus, the virus then is pretty much unleashed. Everybody's trapped. So everybody is getting exposed to, uh, the virus. Um, we have one woman trying to pry open the door of the elevator and she's like, I can fit. How the hell did she think she was going to fit through that? What? It's like that (laughs) big lady. I couldn't fit my arm in there. It's a foot wide max and like it's a foot tall and like eight inches wide. And she's like, I can fit in that. And it's like, are you gonna break your like one clavicle and shoulder so you can fit in there? What do you think? Barely fit her head in there. She's really pretty. So it's just like sad. But why? Couldn't you have done like anybody else on the on the elevator? (laughs) Anybody? she barely fit her head out that hole um and of course the elevator then kicks back on and the elevator drops and she gets scared but then it drops perfectly like where it doesn't do any damage but then it shoots back up and chops her head off this is actually a reference so the uh the computer system or whatever the hell it's called it's called the red queen uh the red queen watches is like it's an AI, right? It's an AI that watches over Umbrella. Um, and and sh- she is controlling everything that's going on. And it's actually, because she's called the Red Queen, uh, it's a reference to Alice in Wonderland, where the Red Queen is off with her head. Yeah. So it's a reference to that. So the, the lady gets her head chopped off, and that's a cool reference to Alice in Wonderland. Um, so if you all want a really fun fact about elevators and elevator accidents like this where they free fall, at three stories up, if you lay on the bottom of the of the elevator, do not jump. Don't ever jump when your elevator is in free fall. Don't do that. Because um, then what happens idea. is you you hit the top from the from the elevator being forced down because the elevator is heavier than you, so it falls faster. 
Right. And it will hit you and then it'll suddenly stop. You will hit the top of that and then you will hit the bottom and then it will cave in on you, which causes four different causes of, of impact. Whereas if you lay on the bottom, it's just going to crumble on top of you, kind of like a can coming, like being squished down. And from three from three stories up, you could still survive. You might be injured pretty severely and you probably will have a really nasty concussion, but all of those people could have lived. All of them. <laughs> I guess it's all about... How about you know, this? I don't their... ever want to be in that position. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody does. does. <laughs> it's not a great position to ever be in, but just so you know. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> one of those things where... fact I... of the day. It's probably it's straight fear. I mean, it, it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those things where they're not, you know, if you're in that situation, you know, if you're staying calm, a lot of these people just aren't calm. Like you got that one guy who's just like tweaking out. Those people aren't going to have the rational thought to do something like that. But you had like the, the woman who ends up getting her head cut off. She was pretty calm. And there was a, another yeah. woman in the elevator who was calm. I'm like, men are dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so the uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I put what the fuck after this because the whole elevator thing with the woman just was like, a, why did you do that? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, so then we cut to a woman lying in a shower, uh, conveniently covered by the shower curtain, um, and she gets up. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know who she is. She. she Pretty much is just completely clueless on what's happening. Um, and I put free the nip because you get a good nip shot from, <laughs> from me. Yes, amnesia, okay? Just There's a be. lot of us. Yeah. Um, she's yeah, looking for, a- yeah, she walks into the bedroom and there's a, a red dress laying on the bed. And then she's she gets dressed and she's looking through like a dresser and she's got, you know, it's got clothes, but then she opens up a drawer and it's just full of guns. Oh, why are those there? What is happening? Yeah. (laughs) What is happening? Um, And as she pretty much ventures out into the mansion, she runs into this just guy just comes out of nowhere and like grabs her and is trying to get her out of there. But then this group, this giant military, this military group comes crashing through the windows. It's like a SWAT team comes in. Um, They're all talking to each other. Uh, Pretty much one of them bring or pins uh, Alice up against the wall. Her name is Alice. But funny thing is, you don't know her name until the credits. They do not say her name once in this movie. No. You don't know her name is Alice until you watch the credits where it shows the actors and who what character they play. Crazy. But but her name is Alice. And she is, Which is Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> is it though? Is that where her name comes from? I don't know because there isn't a single person named Alice in any of the Resident Evil games. But Alice, no, she is a the Red Queen. That makes sense though, because the of the Red Queen. Queen. Alice is trying to stop the Red Queen. Makes yeah. sense. I like it. Let's go with it, and it probably is right. That's um, what I was going with. I don't know. Oh, she. Oh, I actually oh, the, don't. <laughs> if it's not right, I can guarantee you that the producers are like, "Yeah, that's what we meant." I know nothing, but it's not uh, cool. Let me let me message Mila real quick. <laughs> With my yeah, my vast <laughs> followers. Um yeah, but before that she picks up a picture, she sees uh her with a guy. She doesn't know who the guy is because she has amnesia and she doesn't know anything. 
Um, but yeah, she goes into this. She meets or this guy just comes out of nowhere. The SWAT team comes in. They pin her up against the wall and he's trying to get information out of her, but she has no idea what the hell he's talking about, which pretty much you find out that she is an eight. She is. She works for the same agency as all these other soldiers uh, who they which they all work for Umbrella. Uh, and they're trying to break in, or they're trying to gain access into the hive, which uh, Alice and her husband uh, were tasked to protect the entrance to the hive. Uh, they get gain access to this underground area, which is where this underground train is, um, and they are taking this train to the hive, which is uh you will find out is the area from the beginning of the movie. Um, it's not uh, somewhere new. It is literally, you will see everything that you saw before in the beginning. Uh, you're going to see it again. M- Michelle Rodriguez, AKA rain is a badass. That's one of my notes. Uh, she's just intense. Um, always, you know, the guy, the guys of the group are trying to mess with her, but she just doesn't give a shit. And she just, she always has some amazing comeback for him. Uh, and then Alice's husband shows up, uh, Spence, um, which he also is in the same situation. He has no idea who he is, uh, where he is and what the hell is going on. Uh, but you find out that they all work for umbrella. They're all soldiers, uh, what was their main purpose? Was their main purpose just to go there to stop the Red Queen? Yes. Um, so their main purpose going there was to be able to go stop the Red Queen from completely and totally destroying the labs because they wanted to be able to go in there and recover something from her. And outside of the mainframe in the hive, they can't recover anything that's out there. They can't recover any of their tests. And specifically, they really wanted the virus and antivirus because that's what they've been working for the entire time. But they didn't want to tell the team of agents what they were actually seeking down there. All they did was tell them, no, you got to turn off the Red Queen. Uh, So, yeah, so they are they were tat. So they are told that Alice and her husband Spence husband because it was a fake marriage. All a ploy. Uh, they were uh, pretty much stationed there to protect the entrance to the hive, which is under Raccoon City. What a great name for a city. My wife actually laughed at this when they said it. She's like, Raccoon City? Like, what? Yeah. Because you don't expect zombies, you expect trash pandas. I, I had to tell her, I was like, that's the city that the games are based out of. So, gotta, you know, good callback. Um, and then I said, oh, shit, the hive is the same location as the beginning where the virus was unleashed. Oh, my God. Uh, and yeah. And one of the agents is up or it was. the So you find out that the the, the guy who like at, attacks Alice before the SWAT team comes in is a is a cop. What was his name? I I missed it. I just called him cop guy for the duration yeah, of this movie. Guy. I might have it at the end of my uh, at the end of my my notes here. I don't no. know. I'm just go no. with cop man. I he's don't just, know. He's just cop guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, cop guy to the rescue. So he's standing by the windows, which are all just uh, it's just to so they 
put like a projection of a city skyline or like a just a, a downtown of a city so that people don't feel claustrophobic. Um, it's a really cool like illusion um, to make it look like it was in a, a skyscraper instead of it being very far underground. So they don't go insane because being locked underground and in a dark and dismal area where you can't have like much social interaction is going to drive you mad. Mm, 100%. Uh, so yeah, the Red Queen is always watching. Uh, the Red Queen, uh, well, so at this point you you think that the Red Queen unleashed the virus um, onto the labs, which you will find out it wasn't quite how it all went down. Uh, but yeah, so we all think that the it was all a ploy for the Red Queen to just kill everybody and, and see, you know, what the T-virus the could do, sort of. But you find out later that that's not the case. Uh, awesome effect with the scientist in the water when they walk by the lab and they see the floating scientist there and she's like dead and she's got her eyes closed and then her eyes open really bad effects there. She like puts her hand on the glass with the yeah. really bad CG like eyes. Like what the, f- like nobody's going to notice that someone just went thump right yeah. on the side of a silent lab. Yeah. It is absolutely silent. All you can hear are foots, like footsteps from your cohorts yep. and you don't, you're the big giant thud when she hits against the window. <laughs> really? I guess not. People just have bad hearing in this movie. <laughs> um, and then they enter into a room. It's like a containment room. It has a bunch of containment pods, and it's really, it's really foggy. Did they mention why it's so foggy in there? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like they got, like they activated some, uh, what is that called? Dry ice on the floors. They got that fog that's like ankle high. Like, why is it like this? It's just to make it more ominous. You know, like you're, ooh, this is a dangerous place. We got to make sure it's all foggy on the floors in this containment area. What the hell is that? In a lab. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever walked into um, a like office building? Yes. Just fog everywhere. Just like, like, what's happening in here? Somebody open a window. Uh... The containers, they peer in. The containers are filled with... You don't really get to see the full creature that's in the containment, uh, in the container itself. Uh, but it's like there's things like inside of a brain. Um, it kind of gives you like a, a silhouette of what it is, but is going to be something scary later. Maybe. Oh, yeah. If you're scared wow. of really bad CG. And then we get to the infamous laser room scene which even if you've never seen this movie you you have had to have seen this one scene it's, it's infamous uh so they go into this area where they have to access uh the room that the red queen is located uh but in between is a very bright room uh that you later find out has lasers in it to prevent uh, it's a defense mechanism that the red queen activates that prevents people from entering well they don't know that the leader, uh, which I don't know any of the guys, uh, any of the soldiers names other than J.D. Kaplan, Kaplan. and Rain. Who is the hey, the Dana. main? Damon. Dana. Dana. That was the that was the first guy. No, it's one of the female. Oh, was that the doctor? The one who is an yeah. idiot. OK. Oh, the yeah. Who... The one who's trying to steal it. Yeah. It's just uh, the. 
the I think it's the guy who gets his coffee spilled on him. And James. What was the yeah, it was the cop. Yeah. The cop's sister. Right? That was Lisa. Who was the who was the the, the leader of those of the uh umbrella soldiers? The one who gets the honeycomb lasers. <laughs> this movie name, No we get name, no look, name, I wanted that to guy. I I wanted to marry Rain. I wanted to be Alice, and I felt bad for Kaplan. Yeah. That's the end of it. I don't know anybody else. It was. I watched it was the, the whole movie last night. I have no idea. The the leader of okay, so he's we we're, the the leader of the group goes in. Uh, he's going to try to open up the door. Uh, he's having um. Uh, Kaplan is like the tech guy. He's trying to get the uh, the passcode in to open up the door to get into the red queen area um in which they do uh they get the door open but as it is as they are about to go in uh both doors shut the door leading into it and then the door leading to the red queen both shut and that's when we get the the laser dance uh at first you get a you get a single laser which uh Every literally the leader goes duck. Where was the woman? What was she doing? Did she? Uh, what are you doing, lady? She doesn't pay attention. She gets she gets a nice slice. Uh, well, the the so one soldier gets like a few fingers chopped off, but the lady behind uh behind them gets her like top of her head chopped off because she doesn't listen, and. I don't remember how did the second guy just get, Oh, the second guy tried to jump, but the laser moves. So it chops him perfectly in half. And then, uh, another laser comes the, the leader there. He does like a cool move where he grabs onto the ceiling and like goes flat like this. So the laser, like it like hits like something that's dangling off his belt. But then he's getting ready for the next one to come and it's just a single laser that moves into four lasers and then it shoots off into a honeycomb. And right as Kaplan deactivates the lasers, it's just too late. The laser gives you one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever when his eyeball melts. <laughs> oh, just turns into that goopy, goopy yep. grossness. And you're just like, oh, I love this. Yeah. That's yo. Yikes. And yep, the leader gets or James. Uh, chopped into bits. But guess R. what? R. The James. lasers. Oh, that's what his name was? James was the one that got diced up. Okay. Mm. Um, but they need to complete the mission. Kaplan is shook up, but he is like, we gotta finish this. So Alice goes with him because Spence is like, I ain't going in there. Did you, did you guys see what I saw? Because no, thank you. <laughs> So Alice and Kaplan go in. Uh, they put this device to pretty much shut down the Red Queen, like to turn, was it turn off her security measures or something? Or was it to like completely deactivate her? Uh, they were going into actually like fully. So what they wanted to do was leave the power on, but to fully deactivate her, I believe. Okay. Because she... Like she was hell bent on just killing everybody, which right. funny enough, if she hadn't began killing people, 
then everybody could have lived. <laughs> they could have just made more antivirus. Right. And that's like, why were these people not vaccinated if they had the antivirus? Why did they not have enough antivirus to be able to save people? I have questions. It was already created. It was already done being made. It was a finished product. Why didn't they have more? Clearly, Umbrella had plans really early on Umbrella for something like this. <laughs> Umbrella sucks. Umbrella, uh, the... <laughs> every corporation ever. Uh, did you like the <laughs> Nintendo DS that Kaplan was using to deactivate uh, the door? Mm-hmm. It literally looked like he had a Nintendo DS like glued onto his arm. He just flips it up like beep, beep, beep. Oh, man. Uh, really awesome effect on the hollow red queen. Oh my God. You couldn't have made that any better. That was awful. Like what? And then of course it they give her like half of it was just a picture. Yeah. And then they just like had, it was like they had a paper printout of it and they had her lips and they like pulled it apart. Yes. Sometimes her, her lips don't match with what she's saying. It just, her, her mouth just does this. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And of course, they had to give her a British accent because nothing is creepier than a a little child with a British accent. I guess I find them adorable, right. but they I guess it's creepy. I guess if you like heard one in like a dark room. No, no. When she says you're all gonna die down here, that's not cute. It's not cute <laughs> at all. Well, it's not a good yeah. You don't think it would be adorable to see a little like eight year old child just be like you're all going to die down here, just like. Well, oh, I, I, why would you I guess, say that? I guess it depends on the situation. Like, if I told her to say it, yes, I think it was cute. If she said it out of nowhere while I'm in the basement, I'd say no, no, not okay. While you're like actively trying to shut her down, and she's like, yeah. "I'll kill you all." And yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. oh good. Damn. The funniest thing is like he's Kaplan is telling Alice, like, don't listen to her. Don't let her manipulate you. I was like, I, she's a computer. I'm not listening to her because we all know how this goes. All right. We've all seen Terminator. We, you know, AI is scary. All right. No, it's me. Stop. AI it. doesn't like people. No, people they don't. are variants and computers don't like that. Yes. Okay? Uh, so yeah, they knocked the power out pretty much shutting the red queen down and but it unlocks all the doors to the facility. The labs, everything, meaning the dead are coming. Yay. Uh, so uh Rain is exploring an area and she finds a survivor. Uh find out it's not a survivor, it's a zombie. Which uh I guess they didn't I, I didn't know this, but it says that they didn't actually say call them zombies for like <laughs> Was it the whole movie? I swear to God, they said it at least once. <clears throat> they don't say it at all. They just call them like they're like reanimated, right? They just said like they were just calling them like reanimated corpses. They didn't actually say that. I liked it. That's cool. It's one of those things where it probably is not a you know zombies. I don't. I don't really you watch a zombie movie. Anyways. Well, if you like, not to bring it up, but like if you watch the walking dead like that's what i picture as a zombie this i didn't picture as a zombie like it, it's just a different no there's zombies like, to, no but like to me they're like more superhuman 
Well, like, there I think are superhuman zombies, Adam. No, I'm just saying, like, what I picture as a zombie is like The Walking Dead, where they're just like slow, like, oh, oh they these were. are like. These ones are also extremely slow. The only There's... difference is there was a ton of them in a very, very confined space. The hive is not large. Yeah, when I watched this, this was a typical, these were typical zombies to me. There was, a, yeah. there wasn't like a, like what you watch with like World War Z. Have you ever seen World War Z? Those zombies are like Usain Bolts. Like they're still zombies, but they're just have different, like I get it's, it's all based on the virus, whatever causes them to become, you know, and, and we'll see in, in later Resident Evil movies, like they, there's different types of these zombies. You know, some are fucking brutes. Some are faster, you know, and then you get your typical, these are your typical, you know, George A. Romero zombies, like Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead zombies. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Rain is exploring and she finds her survivor, but it's not a survivor. It's the undead and it bites her in the hand. Um, but no one knows what the effects are once one of these uh, creatures bites you. Uh, so she just wraps it up, but she bla- like they're confused and the guy's like, don't come any closer. Like, dude, like this thing is growling at you. Just, just get rid of it. And Rain ends up just taking her machine gun and blasts it across the room. And then she says some really bad line to the guy uh, she's with, JD, who I feel like, did they have a relationship? I feel like there was like I, something hidden there. There's a lot of tension there. Yeah. And I do believe that he was the one that she worked with the longest mm. out of all of them that she, that like they were working partners for the longest period of time. That makes sense. Just the way that she reacts to things happening to him more than like maybe reacting to something happening to somebody, somebody else in the crew. Uh, but yeah, so everybody comes in. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? But then they look down the hallways and there they come slow as ever coming down the hallway and they all just start shooting them. They're like, what is that? And it's like a, it's, it's like when you play left for dead, it's literally, they just took something from that and put it in this movie. It's just a really bad, like it's like cut shot, like cut points everywhere where it's going to every single character as they're shooting. And wow, I was dizzy after this was over. Because it was like ring to get oh. into and like to absorb yeah. and like I think on? it's like five seconds. It's just an onslaught in your brain of every character as well as every zombie. Because it's like it's got to show them all, and then it shows that they're like shooting people in the legs and stuff like that. And you're just like, I I don't know about you, but. If one of my colleagues got bit by a rabid human being, which we know about rabies, rabies is a thing that exists, even if we didn't know about zombies. One of my friends got bit by a rabid human being. I'd be like, now we're going for headshots. We're doing this. We're not (laughs) playing this game anymore. We're just going to aim like, we're going to go for it. And at least if you're spraying and praying, you're going to make contact with a lot of a lot of them in a big cluster like that, so densely packed together, instead of aiming for chins and knees. Very true. Because, yeah, they're like, I shot that, I put five bullets in that thing, and it did nothing. And it was like, 
Okay, so clearly we're just gonna wait until they get farther down the hallway before we start shooting these things. Like, eh, let's just let's just go. All right. So yeah, so that that was absolute chaos. I was absolutely just like when it was over, I was trying to regain, you know, my compose. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Um, but there was a lot of good shooting going on. Did you see that? Like they kept like zooming in on their guns and they would like and they would like shoot a container. You're like, what the fuck are they doing? They're all in a single group right in front of you, and you're shooting. This is like star. This is stormtrooper aim from Star Wars. Okay, no one knows that aim. These are all professional. I'm guessing professionally trained soldiers. Wow, really good. Uh, then we get an explosion, and as that explosion happens, we get flashbacks too, because Alice is starting to remember things slowly about what the hell her purpose was like what what she was doing um and all that we get a man on fire uh we got we the, the first time or we're trying to figure out how to get into this room to escape all the zombies and Kaplan is he can't figure it out he can't you know he can't punch in the the code and Spence is just kind of chill he's just like you know open that door you gonna you gonna get it you gonna do that and we then <laughs> Yeah, you're going to do that. And then JD's like, let me do it. He's asking for the code. Kaplan can't get it right. He finally figures it out. And as the doors open, it's a horde of zombies and they take JD. And that's when Rain is like, JD! As JD is pulled into the room and you know he ain't getting out of there. And she gets like 15 bites and JD's just a Big Mac laying on the ground with a lot of hungry park, like, park goers and it's just a real big travesty inside of that yep. elevator yep and my my i mean we'll get to the scene in a little bit but my favorite thing is when someone in a zombie movie dies and becomes a zombie and then someone who's alive you know still a human sees that person again as the zombie and they're like <sighs> you're like it's a fucking zombie you could tell shoot the damn thing he doesn't know you Oh my god! Like, I, due to Resident Evil, I have thought extensively throughout my life about what I would do in a zombie apocalypse. Now, first things first. Yeah, I would try to save my friends and stuff like that. I would try to save my family. I would try to make sure that like we could all meet up and get together and whatever. But let's say that I find out that that's not a possibility, and I'm just kind of on my own, and. I see one of my family members who has been turned. Nope, don't care. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's, it's too late. Like, all. as much as I'm going to be distraught about it, I got to do what I got to do. Like, they're they're already turned. There's nothing I can do to get them back to normal again. I, I think gotta, that's the difference. And they're suffering, like, you know? I think it's the difference between, like, reality and, like, movies. So it's, it's for dramatic effect. Cause oh, yeah. Yes. I think a in... Lot of it is. Because if you're if you're in a life or death situation, you know it regardless of whether it's a person that you love or not. The unless you've been like mentally conditioned, generally people will react in a very fight or flight response. I think the only themselves. Yeah, I think the only like realistic sense of like the movies is that how you feel. Like obviously, if I did that, like I would respond a lot quicker than these people do, and I would kill this zombie even if it was my family but 
I'm still going to feel horrible, like, in the end. Like, I'm, it's going to suck to see, you know, first it's going to suck seeing them as a zombie, but then it's going to suck killing them. But I I wouldn't sit there for 15 and a half minutes going, well, you know, they might still come back. Uh, like, no, that's not, it's fight or flight, so. Yeah. So JD is dead. And then we get right. the infamous scene of the liquor breaking out of its container and boy is the cg fucking awful <laughs> it's just terrible rough oh man then we get the blame game going around where you got kaplan and rain and everybody throwing around their blame whose fault it is that you know jd is dead uh and then she's yelling at kaplan because Cap, because Kaplan is the one who deactivated the Red Queen, which then opened all the doors, which then got all the zombies in there. How the hell was he supposed to know that this that these things were there? Huh? You're mad. You're you're just sad because JD's dead. It's okay, Rain. Just grieve. Uh, Alice is walking in a room by herself, and you find out it's the room where all the dogs were kept, and she sees all the crates that they were in have all been broken out of, and like the bars are all bent, which is really cool as she's walking through and uh, she, she goes down the hallway and does, does she get attacked by the zombie or is this bef- after she goes into that room? Cause there's like a room off of the room she's in. Cause I know she gets attacked by, uh, it was like a security, it was like a security guard zombie. Yeah. And that's when she like beats the shit out of it. And you're like, Oh shit, she's a badass. Yeah, she punches him like yeah. in the mouth, and I was like, "Okay, that's a bad idea." But okay, <laughs> poor place you to punch you. a zombie. <laughs> yeah, like worst idea ever. But okay, um, I can't remember. Actually, I think, so I think it was the. Uh, she goes no, into the room. She turns around because she hears she hears like the clicking of the. I thought the, she sees the dog first. She and does. She runs yeah, into yeah, yeah. The room and yeah. sees the zombie and punches him and then Kung Fu freaking. Yeah. Does some weird well, shit no, she, she, she just beats a shit out of him. Like normal. Just punch. I thought she Kung Fu kicks him. She definitely. Kung oh Fu no. Yeah. Him. She does roundhouse him. Actually. I think yeah, I have that she, in my notes. Yep. Like says, house. I, I put okay. Alice with the roundhouse kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but before that, she sees the fleshless dog. Like yeah, the- she sees all the dogs coming because she hears the clicking of the of their nails as they're walking across the floor. And she turns and there's, she sees the one, and then there's like six of them, and you're like, oh shit! And it like zooms in on them, and like some of them, one's missing a neck, and uh, their teeth are all nasty. And this is a throwback. Yeah. This is a callback to uh, the original Resident Evil, right, with the the zombie dog. Right, was there only one in the game? Or was there a couple? Uh in the original game, I think there were four. Okay. And then in the remake of one, they added I think another six, seven, something around there. Like they added a lot of them. Damn. Um, the vast majority of them you can just avoid and like never fight. Um, you just gotta be fast enough. You gotta What's- run past them fast enough and get the things and then run away. What's no. the fun in that? Right? <laughs> or, or uh, they, they force you. They force you to fight one in the original. Well, not in the original. In the HD remake, they force you to fight not one but two actually. 
um, you have to go out and there's a key around one of their necks because they're guard dogs, right? So obviously you've got to put a key around your dog's <laughs> neck that is vicious. Yes. Um, and so you have to use dog whistle. And then depending on what difficulty you're on, it's either one to three dogs show up and you don't know which one has the key. So you got to kill them all. Oh, I, See, I, I hate that. Yeah. Terrible. I don't actually. feel as guilty killing zombie dogs. It's when I have to kill actual dogs in a game that I'm like, I, I felt weird. I felt weird in a couple games where I was killing dogs and I went through, okay, there's zombie dogs. So I, yeah. it's, still, it's, it's still a little weird. I still don't like it. But it's a game. So, I mean, it is. I mean, it's pretty cool. So Alice has really amazing aim and kills like every dog with like one shot, except for there was one left and she runs into a, a room, uh, a little tiny room uh, where she then is met with a zombie security guard who she literally punches a bunch of times and then roundhouse kicks him. And the dog, and then we have the, the one survivor of uh, of the dogs it crashes through the window she then escapes back well, into the other room locks it in so i i feel like we should say she has that like flashback of how she like she remembers how she can do this because james told it like she was a security guard and then she was trained this, well no she she was crashed. uh yeah, well she works for the same agency or well, the same group as all the the guys from the beginning the swat guys so she gets out of the room, she locks the dog into the room, and then the dog comes back out, and she does a cool wall, like, she jumps onto the wall, does a cool little kick to the last dog, and uh, we're like, oh, okay. But then we get a flashback to Lisa, who is one of the uh, the people from the beginning of the movie that you meet when um, everything was kind of shutting down. She's the one who comes out, she's like, what's going on? They had to make her really prominent in that scene, so you remembered her when you see her later on in these flashbacks. But yeah, we get a flashback to Lisa, because that is her name, uh, making a deal with Alice, uh, and you find out that she is the cop's sister, because the cop is snooping around, looking at stuff in the desk, and he finds uh, a file on her, uh, and then he gets scared by a zombie in another room, but then he turns around, and Lisa's standing there and she does it and listen she we know she's a zombie but they made her not look like a zombie it was like she just had a rough night at the bar she's just like i need water and sleep like <laughs> yeah like had she said a single word i honestly i didn't know she was a zombie until she tried to eat his face yeah and i know that they did that on purpose but like i hope it's not I they, oh i have to interact with people like uh, are you a zombie? You're gonna eat my face. <laughs> yeah, like, why not just say something to her? Right. He just stands there. He's like, <laughs> well, and he's like, she just comes up, and he's like, "Oh, my sister's giving me a hug," and then she's like, <laughs> yeah. trying to eat his neck, and it's like, bro, no. <laughs> and uh, we get, and then she dies. She, she gets shot. Is is this? No, does Just, she get stabbed? Oh yeah, in the back of the neck, or whatever. Yeah, Alice comes from behind and, and stabs her. 
and then that's when uh, the cop tells Alice about Umbrella and how they are above the law, that they can do whatever they want without any repercussions. Um, they are scum. They are the worst. Um, but the cop was the one who sent his sister in there as like a mole to figure out what the hell Umbrella was doing. Um, pretty much to dig up dirt and to try to get the virus so that uh, outside companies could study it and figure out what the fuck it was. But there are zombies anywhere, everywhere. They need to go back through this laser room because they have to turn the Red Queen back on because it's the only way that they can seal and hopefully uh, the only way they can get out of the hive because they're kind of trapped in here and the Red Queen is the only one who can pretty much get them out. Uh, Rain uh, is angry because uh, JD's dead and she's going to fight the Red Queen. You do realize it's a computer. I don't know what you're going to do. It's okay, Rain. Grieve. What a virus. Okay. Uh, pretty much one of my notes is the T-virus is fucking stupid. Why did they make it? <laughs> like, this is... Oh, man. Jo uh, Zombie JD is back, and that's when Rain's like, JD? <gasps> and then JD comes in and bites her in the neck, and you're like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing, Rain? I mean, she's already gonna be... She's already gonna die to begin with, but Let's just add another, like, she gets bit, like, three or four more times in this scene. Was it all from JD, or does she get, she gets bit more than once, right? She gets bit in the neck from JD. Rain gets bit, like, six times. No. She gets an, un she gets an unknown slash undisclosed amount when she reached in to grab JD. Prior to that, she got bit, like, right here on her hand. And then she gets bitten like on the neck shoulder by JD. And I do believe she gets scratched too at one point. Mm. And it's like. No, oh, she's not doing so good. Is what we're saying. No, she's, she's doing totally fine until the end of the movie, which blows my mind. <laughs> because like in the game, technically like maybe an hour of time passes before you start seeing people turning into zombies after they get bit it's roughly around an hour meanwhile she's got like four right five hours where they're like trying to make their way back up and she's just like hunky dory until finally she starts getting like the chills and the sweats and the shakes from it and she's like i can't shoot anymore and everybody's yeah. like, well, yeah, don't shoot then. Like, but until that point, she's totally a-okay. She's just got a bunch of chunks bitten out of her and she's fine. That's like good advice. I'm, I'm getting tired. Don't shoot then. You're good. <laughs> you're missing half your body. Her, bo her body fine. was... You're fine. Her body was so tough. Her body's as tough as her attitude, you know? And her body's like, sure. fuck you, we're not turning yet. We're going to last yeah. throughout this movie. Till the very end. You're going to get to the surface and then you're going to cause the problems. Yep. And she's like, oh, okay, let's do that. So uh, also Kaplan gets bit a few times and he is, you think he's going to fall into the big giant group or somehow he falls into the giant group of zombies and nothing happens. He's able to get his ass back up, crawl back up this pipe. And then he's like, you got to work for your meal. As he's like telling him to go. Um. Also, during the zombie attack, 
Alice has some of the coolest kills on the zombies. She literally like jumps on a pole, wraps her thighs around the zombie and cracks and cracks its neck. Uh, uh, my note literally reads thick thighs, save lives and kill zombies. (laughs) I will be able to do that with my thighs. I will be able to just snap necks. Just neck snapping. We know who to go to during a zombie apocalypse. We have our personal defender. I don't even need guns because yeah. I've like, got T's in my eyes. <laughs> oh man, we are prepped. We get <laughs> we get another shot of the awesome CG monster that's coming. So the liquor and it's terrible CG. You know it's 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 horrible when you say bad CGI and then you go to liquor because it's like bad CGI liquor. Like I don't like I don't like the that liquor CG <laughs> is bad. <laughs> say that um and then we get an awesome line from rain as she's being carried by uh the cop and i think spence uh she goes the when i get out of here the first thing i'm going to do is get laid i'm like okay good line great uh alice has visions of people working in the hive she kind of like has like a flashback as she's standing there of people working uh in the hive before the virus was unleashed um and then I think it's the cop who comes and is like, what's going on? And sh- everything disappears. But then she finds out there's a cure. Blue is the virus and green is the antivirus. So we need to get the green, the green vial because then we can save Rain's life and Kaplan too, because he's still alive. Uh, but then we get some really bad music in this next scene. It is literally club hive going on right now. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you remember it came out in 2002 and that's what music people would put in their action movies in the early 2000s. I told you music video. Oh my God. Kind of the thing. (laughs) They called up Slipknot and they're like, can you do the soundtrack for this movie? And they're like, yeah, because I think the end of the movie, the song that plays is a Slipknot song. There is a Slipknot song at the end of the movie, yes. Oh my goodness. It's funny uh, because when I was watching it last night, a couple of my friends were like, I don't remember the song at all. And I was like, nope. I no was, idea what it is. I was like, is that Corey Taylor? Like, is this Slipknot? What is going on right now? That being said, I could sing half of the, like, of the soundtrack from, um, what is it? Like, Night of the Living Dead and stuff like that. And what's the one that they're all in the mall? Just like uh, Dawn, the of the Dead. Dead, Dawn of the Dawn Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. I can sing pretty well that entire soundtrack with Richard Cheese. I got you. I got you, boo. But like <laughs> this one, not a fucking clue. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was like, what the There's fuck? Nothing. The music choice. And, and I found out after I watched the movie, I found out Marilyn Manson actually helped write the soundtrack for this movie. And I was like, well, that makes fucking sense. Fucking garbage. Um, we find out as they go into the lab, Spence is the one who released the virus. Uh, they show a flashback of him going into, uh, he overhears Alice and Lisa talking about, you know, Alice is like, I can get you pretty much everything. Pretty much Alice was going to help stop umbrella. And, uh, Spence is like, fuck that goes into the lab, grabs one of the blue T virus files, throws it on the floor. And, as he's escaping, because he takes actually the case that has all the antivirus, um, which then you find out, oh shit, there's no antivirus in the lab. He's the one who runs into the guide 
who spills his coffee all over. Like, oh, okay, cool. Throwback scene we didn't need. Um, oh, yeah, you're a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, you're a piece of shit. So, yeah, then he Just turns... Guy, yeah, <laughs> so he's the bad one. guy. So he's the bad guy of this movie. Uh, but you get a really cool shot of one of the lab workers the zombie lab worker rising from the water just straight up. And I was like, Oh, that's actually a pretty cool shot. And then she gets up and she goes behind Spence and bites him. And so Spence is like, well, shit, I got to get out of here and shoot myself up with some of this antivirus, but fuck all you. I'm locking you in here. Spence, uh, then so Spence makes it back to the train really fast, by the way. It's a really quick, uh, from lab to, to train scene. Um, and he's trying, he's prepping himself to shoot up uh, some of that anti-vax and bad CG liquor comes down and uh, eats him pretty much, attacks him, kills him. And by Spence, Those bad liquors. The Red Queen then is make, tries to make a deal with uh, Alice and Rain and the cop. And they're like, you can get out, but Rain has to die. Because she is infected. And they're like, fuck you. And. What? My notes don't make any sense. Uh, Cap- oh, you find out that Kaplan is still alive. Uh, and. He fries the Red Queen again. So he shuts down everything, which then opens the doors. Uh, he fries her at the exact same time that Alice smashes the computer face that's inside yes. of the room and, where and, and queen's like Kill her! and everybody else is like just do it and then yeah. she smashes the red queen and i was like okay all right i'll take it okay at least you left rain alive i'll take it all right and and the 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 liquor's also hitting the window right of the lab as they're in there trying to get out and so it's like all perfect timing they get out uh they go to the train where the antivirus is and Alice sees um, Spence's body just kind of lumped over. And as she reaches for to, to get one of the antiviruses out of there, he becomes, you know, he's a zombie now. So he starts attacking her and she subdues him and chops his head off. Bye, Spence. It's very romantic. So Rain and Kaplan get the antivirus. But as the Red Queen said, uh, probably not going to work because they've been exposed for so long, especially Rain. Um, you know, she's been bit since pretty much the beginning of this movie, and yet she's still not a zombie. But hey, we're going to try it. Zombie. And she said, and she says to Alice, please don't let me become one of those things. And Alice is like, I promise. And then five seconds later, her promise is broken. Uh, so, yeah. So, Beautiful zombie in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you get the scene where Alice thinks that Rain is dead and she's like, oh. and then, and then she's like, or she's about to shoot her. Cause I remember she's like, yeah. she's going to like end her. And she's like, um, uh, I'm not dead. No, I'm not there yet. Yeah. The CG bad CG monster attacks the train. Uh, finally Kaplan is dead because he's the one who's actually driving the train. He gets yanked out of the train. Uh, Alice shoots the monster with a really cool slow-mo bullet because we need those. Why do movies do this? Slow-mo is just bad. Slow motion just sucks. Can we stop doing it, directors? It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> is it bad in every movie, though? 
I mean, I guess some movies are good at it. Like, Very few instances where yeah. like the slow mo is worth it. Yeah. Or is it just bad in older movies where they didn't know how to use it in the right parts? Yeah, that makes yeah, you're right. As long as it's somebody can do it correctly, like you know, the Matrix just, the yeah. Matrix did slow motion, but like that was it made sense to the movie. Like, why do I need this? Because the slow-mo bullet that shoots it in the head doesn't kill it. It no, keeps attacking, like we and you're like, before is like, why? Movies now have progressed so far that there's like a lot of slow motion scenes where they fit so well. Where like back then they probably didn't know where to... they kind of shoot. It probably was like an experiment. Adam, let's try this. Uh, best slow motion is uh, when Horrible. when Will Smith Horrible. when Will Smith and Martin Lawrence oh. are on the ground and they get up slowly in Bad Boys. And it's that pan yeah. shot where it like goes around them in slow motion as Will Smith has his like shirt open and Martin Lawrence is like out of breath. Yes, that's good slow motion. Right there. Well, like when it, when Will Smith shoots him in the ass. I mean, those are good slow motion. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think I think there's certain movies that just they know where to put it, or some movies just kind of threw it. Like, I don't know. This was just a pointless scene. Cool. Uh, but this uh, in my notes, I said this monster likes to tongue. Didn't realize it was well, called a liquor a until liquor. today. Well, I didn't know that until today. So that's why it's in my notes yeah. like that. <laughs> so Alice then stabs the tongue. Uh, Rain turns um, pretty much right after she tells Alice, don't let me turn into one of those things. She dies uh, because she gets put, she gets sh- she gets shot in the head, right? I think the cop shoots her or does she shoot her? Um. Oh man! <laughs> One of them shoots him. <laughs> she shoots Alice, or she shoots Rain. Rain then falls into the door opening because they're trying to get the door that's in the floor open for the monster to fall through. Uh, but uh, the guy can't get there because he then has to fight Zombie Rain, um, and then ends up shooting her in the head. She falls into the button that opens the door and then the monster falls through and pretty much like grinds up against the rails until it just bursts into flames. Um, Alice and the cop casually walk out of this, uh, out of the hive as it's closing behind them. Just casually. Nobody's in a hurry. I want to get the fuck out of there as fast as I can. These people are literally walking like they're walking through the mall, like looking at where do we want to, what shop we want to go to? Get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? Just casually walking up the stairs. <laughs> um, <sighs> as, as they get to a certain room, <laughs> oh, Alice falls because she's like feeling bad. You know, she she breaks down as the cop, uh, as they're about to get out of the mansion. I'd be like, the cop be like, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Did you have something to say, Piggy? No. Oh. She <laughs> <laughs> was the, holding something. The lack of urgency at the end of this movie <laughs> yeah. just really fucks me up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, okay, the liquor died. And then after that, they're like, okay, let's just. You're tired, okay? You're worn out. I'm getting fun. I don't care. Just get the I don't, like. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's the fact that I've got these thick thighs that they've just got so much energy pent up inside of them that at the end of all of this, I would still be able to burst sprint 
my ass out of there. Have you ever have you ever faced a liquor? I have faced many, many a fast person in my life. Maybe not liquor, but even if like as long as you survive, I'd still run out of there. I would if, not be casually if, walking with these. If, if I face a liquor, it can't get worse. All right. So I don't care what I'm running as fast as I possibly like, can until it catches me. You're gonna I'm not casually walking out of there. You can find the things that are coming after you that could be worse. I mean, at this point, what else is like there's a freaking thing called a liquor. Oh, what's chasing you? A liquor. Like out of all of the Resident Evil things that they included in these movies, I am upset that it ended at the liquor. Like, there are so many other amazing creatures in Resident Evil, even just Resident Evil 1 alone. There are the weird things in the sewers that I forget what they're called because I hate them so much. They're like these frog people with scales and they try to attack you and they come running after you. There's a big giant sewer fish. There is a zombie shark. There is a zombie shark. Okay, why? Where was the zombie shark in this game? In this, it wasn't, it wasn't in the budget. Okay, it, yeah, you know, we need them. Okay, sharks, only, sharks that are just existing there. We had a they whole. They can only afford the liquor. Okay, this could have been Jaws two point and instead they turned around and they were like, "We're gonna end it at the liquor. We're not even gonna oh. add the pirate." Well, you know, baby shark, baby shark wanted to lick things. They wanted to lick things, so that's what like, they put in their budget. They could have done baby shark. It's listen, yeah. I, they could have put the shark from the last Jaws, and it would have probably done a little better because it that was just a toy toy shark in a bathtub. Exactly. Yeah, that that's how bad it was. But like, but back to the main point. You're going to casually walk after fighting a liquor. Up the stairs, when you have no idea if something else is going to be following you and coming close, what if the liquor's family is upset that you just killed their cousin? I think I'm very out of shape, so I think it didn't matter. I feel like you should probably chance that asthma attack and get up those stairs pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try, I'll, try, I'll try to run. No, I feel like, it's just me. You're in that situation. You're running. I don't no, honestly, no, honestly, God, like if you're in a situation like in this type of situation if you've seen something so horrible and like you fought all these horrible things it do you get to a point where you're kind of like okay it doesn't get much worse than this so it before does I, if you're not dead what, what? your what fight or flight response will still react even if you have been in a constant yeah but, yeah, but you're, you're you're still human so how how far can you run after you've been fighting that's, All you've got to do is get up the stairs. I'm not Forrest Gump. Adam, I think you are just literally making it like you are the like you're just a big glob on the floor. Like, do we need? I, do, are you? I'm okay? not saying I. I'm not saying I wouldn't <laughs> run. I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't run. That's not what I'm saying. I, what I'm giving, saying you're is you're giving yourself no chance at this, and no, we're like, we're no, out of here. I have, Peace. Who would be security? I would have threw one. I would have one stab at this liquor, and I would have been gassed. I would have been like, "Okay, I hope it's dead." Run, like I don't know. Like I feel like you don't give enough credit for how much how exhausting fighting something is because I'd be exhausted. 
oh yeah, the green guys are just called hunters. Like they're just called hunters because they hunt you. And it's like, and I'm not a hunter. Very creative. These are. (laughs) God forbid you come across a tyrant. Oh God. No, so, I, I guess in this particular scene, I'd be able to run. But I, I guess there's some parts and certain things I'm like, people are like, why didn't you just run? I would have been dead a long time ago. So I don't know what you're talking about. See, like in enclosed areas, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. But because like, I, I'm one of those people that like, if if zombies ever happened, if I got stuck in like a mall or something with a bunch of zombies, I would be completely screwed. I would run and I'd be like, that's a door. And in turn, it's a window that doesn't open. And I would just stand there and be like, well, I'm sad. Like, I I probably wouldn't even try to break it. I'd just be like, okay, bye. But <laughs> if I'm outside, I am just a lot more resourceful <laughs> in the open air. And I don't know why. It's so fine. It's the thighs. Yeah, the thighs only work outside. They yeah. are solar activated. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the sun, the sun drives the thighs. <laughs> the amount of time we just took talking about them Whether walking up a set of stairs. Stairs. <laughs> Listen, Brett. It's more interesting than You're, the ending. You are you are tired every time you walk up those basement stairs, and you didn't fight a liquor. I mean, let's let's chill out. I'm not I'm, wrong. I'm not wrong. Let's just chill out. <laughs> he's like he's like I know you're right, but uh, <laughs> fight liquor anytime soon. So we find out the cop is infected. Uh, the la- and then there's like a room that opens, and just big bright light just shines out of it. We get some lab workers that come out to. Uh, they come out of the fucking heaven to to grab him as he's in pain. He's mutating, as they say. And they talk about the Nemesis program. Oh, snap! If you've played, uh, was it two or three Nemesis? Three. Three. So if you have ever played Resident Evil 3, uh, it's a reference to the main antagonist of that. Um, which we'll see soon. Um, so that's a cool drop there. And then we cut to Alice waking up with like a hundred IVs stabbed into her. Like she has literally an IV in every orifice of her fucking body. Um, she's got like eight of them on the side of her head, like on both sides. She's got them going all the way down her body. It's like, what the fuck are you pumping into this girl? She wakes up. She starts pulling them all out. She falls off the table. You get to you get a you get a shot there. Uh, she then breaks out of the room using one of those IVs. She like literally cracks the lock. Like what the fuck? How are we going to bypass the fact that she is literally dressed in two sheets of paper and some cording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She. <laughs> are you against that? No, but we have to mention it. It needs yeah. an honorable mention because so, it's better than a lot of the parts so, of this movie. <laughs> so since we're talking, so since we're talking about this, there was a fact uh, that stated that when they shot, so the shot that you see in the movie was the first shot because they actually, when she falls off the bed, you see 
her lower bits, you know, and you see, and I guess there was some pubic hairs that showed and they were actually going to reshoot it. So it didn't show that. And she said, no, keep it. It's fine. Who cares? All right. I got a lot of pubic hairs on my chin right now. Um, but yeah, just, I figured since we were, you know, going to talk about what she's wearing. That's that's kind of an odd, odd take. Why'd you look that up? It was part of the trivia. I'm sorry. It just it, we were talking about what she was wearing in the scene. Like that's the one thing I didn't think about. I was like, why? Yeah, now you know. Okay, now you know. Well, I'm, I'm very. Important. I don't remember seeing as much of Mila in this movie as I did as a child. But all right. He's uh, like I did. They see. <laughs> I remember everything. <laughs> you see. <All> those <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, like a a shadow figure walk. Uh, he's in like an observation room. Um, you see him walk by the window. She doesn't see it, but she starts banging on the window t- to see if anybody's in there. And it shows a bunch of uh, monitors. There's like freaking 10 of them in there showing like her at every angle. And then she ends up finding uh, a lab coat, puts it on and wanders out into the vast wasteland. That is raccoon city. And somehow she found a shotgun. I don't know. what Did she take it off of somebody? I didn't see her grab it. She just has a shotgun. Okay. Lab coats just like laying off to the side because normal hospitals leave lab coats just laying around. Mm. Uh, we also get a shot of a newspaper that said The Dead Walk, which is actually a throwback to the original Night of the Living Dead. Um, And then her like she she pumps a shotgun and then it sh- shows a zoom out shot of her uh in the literally wasteland of raccoon city cars overturned it's just chaos does anyone have does anyone have trivia on why it's called raccoon city no it's just the, that's a no. horrible name it's just the I city just, that they named in the games no i know i i just, i guess trash trash pandas you do have to remember you have to remember that the these games were made by Japanese by a Japanese company. Do they like raccoons? No, I don't know. It's there's some odd things that they incorporated into uh, Capcom has incorporated into a lot of their games. And then we get a really cool Slipknot song playing during the credits. Whoa! I was like, what the fuck is this? It was so. I think it was all about that. She was jamming out. I was. I was. Well, actually, actually I was sitting there for I like actually, two minutes. Like, is this Slipknot? I, I'm not gonna lie. As soon as the movie was like done, like this, all the credits, I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> so I didn't hear it, but I bet you, I bet you it was great. And that all had a concert, ladies and gentlemen, is Resident Evil 2002. Wow, this movie was a trip. Uh, definitely watching this as an adult. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, since watching the show and and being an adult watching this, uh, yeah, I nitpicked this movie a lot more. I laughed at this movie a lot more, and uh, I determined after watching it, I probably will never watch this movie again. <laughs> no, nah, I'm movie. like, I might, but it would be for like memory's sake. It would definitely be like a uh, like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna relive my childhood and also at the same time regret it. <laughs> right. right. 
So uh, what we what we do usually at the end here is we do a lot of rankings. So we'll rank like the bad guys of the movies. We'll rank uh, the main characters of the movies and we'll rank the movie itself. Um, since this is the first movie of the series, uh, they're all at number one. So we're going to do for the bad bad guy. We'll put Spence and the red queen um, for like the main characters, Alice, we're, we're going to rank Alice in every movie. Like how, cool is she in this one compared to this one you know so she's gonna be number one in this and then this movie will be number one but i feel like it will change because i feel like there has to be a better movie than this one in the well, resident evil series that's, wish, that's wishful thinking but no uh, i could be wrong there's like there's like one we got Somewhere. five more but boy this was a trip listen this- <laughs> after after next week they just get worse so enjoy next week and um, yeah like next week is the beginning of the end for it <laughs> Both literally and figuratively like uh, next week is where it starts like we've reached a decent peak which is not very high up from the baseline that we set we're going to start going down now um, and that's where it is so it's I always feel like the second one is actually worth a watch as well, but I just, I have never been able to get past three. So this is going to be an adventure for all of us to experience because I just, uh, they go so far. They go so far from everything. So in this movie, um, the base story of Resident Evil 1 is that there is this big giant mansion. You are running around it. You start finding undead humans just kind of laying in the hallways and like hanging out, which makes you question why are there just dead bodies sitting in a hallway in the first place? But that's neither here nor there. You're in this giant mansion. You're part of this group called the Stars that goes in to go find out why your last team disappeared. You don't know what happened to them. So you go there and you start finding all these dead bodies. Half of these dead bodies are not stars uh, uniforms. They're just various people. And then you end up in the cellar, which is supposed to be the hive, but it's far more of just like a dungeon. It's not really so much the, uh, it's not so much the hive that you see. It's not this big giant business place that's beautiful and like pristine on the inside. It's just kind of like this really terrible little lab. And it looks, it looks in the mansion just like it does below everything. Um, and so you end up going down there and whatnot, and you find all these other zombies, which is where you find the liquors and the hunters, and you find all these other things. And then you end up coming across these cool things called crimson heads, which are absolutely horrible creatures. They are hyper mutated zombies where they have now become hunting machines as well as zombies so they're faster they're harder to kill and they can dodge and the reason for that is because the the way that a zombie is supposed to progress is at first your body dies so you have rigor mortis you kind of feel gross you don't you can't move fast as a zombie you want to eat but you can't do like you're not good at being a zombie yet but once you get past the point of rigor mortis which our bodies do they do soften back up 
As soon as that starts happening, you turn into a crimson head, which you are faster. You are able to utilize all of the human's like physical attributes, but also you can do it without the hindrance of like feeling pain and stuff like that. So they become hyper fast. They don't die as easily, even with headshots, because now like your brain has shrunk because you have been dead for a while as well. And all this other fun, logical stuff. But then if they've been so far gone that they have began decomposing, they start turning into liquors. Because as your body decomposes, it has to readjust so you can continue eating. And that's where liquors come from. Hunters are mutated creatures, like they're like lizards and stuff like that, that are down in the sewers. And then your tyrant is your nemesis. So the nemesis is actually a form of the tyrant virus. And um, what ends up happening is they used a human, injected the tyrant virus, which is a far more pure version of the T virus, which T technically stands for tyrant, but they've purified it more to make it far more potent. And then you get creations like in, in the first one, it's literally just called the tyrant. It is a tyrant, and that's it. It is an uncontrollable bioweapon that mutates and is nearly, like, you almost cannot kill it. Um, they become a sponge for ammo. They're horrible and atrocious. And the fact that they didn't have them in this movie really disappointed me. Not when I was a kid, but now that I look back on it, because it would have been just a good, it would have been a really good fight scene at the very end to have a tyrant instead of the liquor. Liquor could have been just like more fodder inside of the hive. And um, the dogs were guard dogs and all that fun stuff. But your whole goal is to go in there and to shut down Umbrella and find out where the hell the rest of the stars team came, like went. And turns out they all died. Because everybody's zombies. <laughs> so they're all <laughs> gone. And so is your team now. And you're the only one who survives. It's strictly Jill and I think Chris. I think Chris lived in the first one. But then in this movie, they well, yeah, absolutely... would have had to, right? Because he's been in like almost all of them, right? And they all yes. are they, they're all connected, right? Yes, they are all connected. Um, so timeline-wise, it goes zero one three two and then four five six seven eight and Wait, that's so the time three and two three and two swift plot three actually takes place like five hours before two that's crazy it is the most innocuous amount of time it is ridiculous not years not <laughs> days hours hours, hours. literal hours like I think three starts early in the morning and two starts in the e like in the afternoon or the evening or something like that. It is so stupid. <laughs> it is the worst. But yes, it is three two, and then and then you go you continue going in order as well. And um, zero came out long after one, of course. Yeah. But zero explains where a lot of this came from with Spencer, which I hate the fact that they used Alice's husband is Spencer, but they just called him Spence because it's yeah. cute. And um, like, it, he's not actually Spencer because Spencer is the owner and creator of 
Umbrella Corporation. Okay. Which this Spencer is not. He's just a lowly security guard. <laughs> like, oh, I I looked up the Resident Evil games in order just because I like I eventually want to play them again. What is Resident Evil Three Nemesis first half? Or Resident Evil Three Nemesis second half. Was it a two part game? Yes. Okay, because it says Resident Evil Zero One Three, like you said, two. But it says three first half, two, three second half after that. Yep. Oh, and then Survivor Code Veronica. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So, yeah. yeah. It's just like. It's. What a mess of games. Yeah. There's um, 12 now, I think, or something like that, that are canon. Like, there are side stories and whatever that aren't technically canon to the main story, but um, despite them still being made by Capcom, but that being said, like, they do exist and you can still play them. And there are even um, games that were never fully created that are now released, like Resident Evil, I think it's Gaiden for Game Boy. People found the files for that online and, like, made little Game Boy cartridges of it like they finished the game and then made the cartridges of it some people even have the incomplete game that you can purchase so which that's cool i like that but it makes things really confusing when you're trying to buy the old games because now you don't know what's fake and real (laughs) yeah make a movie based on resident evil 7 because that game is fucking amazing oh resident evil 7 is essentially just a movie so good Oh, bio, is that biohazard? Yeah. Isn't that so, what Resident Evil is called over in Japan? Yes. Resident Evil is just biohazard in so, Japan. So they just call that like, game biohazard? In English, it is named biohazard just in Japan. <laughs> it's not like they have like a totally different name or something. Right. It's an English name. Which is great. <laughs> Makes so much sense. I hate it. So I wish was, they would just call it biohazard. What is the story behind them not calling it Resident Evil? Like, what was it? Uh, so Resident Evil, um, it ended up changing its name coming to America because of the fact that, like, we are terrified of terrorism. And also, it like, there's a lot of backstory to it just not being appropriate to call it Biohazard over here. And we wouldn't like that. Gotcha. Us being scared of things and all that fun and stuff. Whereas over there, like, it makes sense that it would be called Biohazard because something, let's say something like this did happen in Japan. That would be a biohazard. They would have to shut down an entire, like, they'd have to shut down the entire country and essentially put it in, like, a vacuum. Whereas here, we're so spread out that isn't really a concept to us. And having something that catches your attention, such as Resident Evil, which still doesn't make sense to me, is, like, it catches your attention a lot more than something called Biohazard. I also think Biohazard was trademarked here at the time uh, for something. I don't remember what. That makes and now sense. It's not. That makes sense. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, I want to thank Piggy for being here for the first of many shows. 
Uh, we will be back next week to review, dissect, and rank Resident Evil Apocalypse. Boy, this should be interesting. Uh, I want to thank yep. everybody for being here. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for being here, watching the show live. Like I said, if you can't watch the show live, we are on podcast services uh, everywhere. So you can download the show there and listen to it while you're, you know, mowing your lawn, doing housework, whatever you, you know, however you listen to your podcast, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful week and uh, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.